You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Good evening, Dcasters. You're listening to the dulcet tones of my voice, and that means you're listening to the podcast that covers all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars related. The podcast that is the official podcast of the DisInsider.com, a podcast that wants to wish one of our number one fans and Big Papa Disney's own son, Brady Williams, a happy 21st birthday. Woo-hoo. A podcast that iTunes user <laughs> Amy Stewart 11 loves listening to. She says we bring a little extra magic to her day. My name is Chris, and we are still coming to you for our own coppers. I am joined, as always, by a bunch of obliging, observant, open-minded, open-hearted, optimistic, organized, original, outgoing, and outstanding co-hosts, Andy, David, Amber, and Sean. Together, we form the podcast that covers all things from A to DCast. Oh, Nice opening. Mm-hmm. Oof, right. Get the, get the O's with some justice. Yes. That's right. O's. Two That's weeks till right. we get to the Q's. Yeah, I, I can't wait like, for the Q's. I did like O Town. <laughs> I brought the O to O Town. Yeah. Be careful with those Q's, man. Be careful. <laughs> I'll, I'll quietly get through them. <laughs> so, I see what he did there. I see what he did thank there. You, thank you. Thank was, you. Was, was, it was uh, quite the quandary to get to it. So, today. <laughs> oh, uh, he's throwing the gauntlet. Okay. Okay. I, I, was doing, I was doing quite well. I was playing Qbert and everything. So, <laughs> and today, man, you're, pretty, you're pretty quick. Oh. Well, especially when I'm downhill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're kind of, we're kind of qua- we're quasi off base here. Yeah, <laughs> maybe just a little. So we're a Disney podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we are Disney. Quite, quite. Ah! Uh, so today we are not joined by Amber. She is no. We're joined by Amber. We, we I, I apologize. By- Amber is I'm right sorry. there. I'm forced. I'm quite vexed <laughs> from video. So we are not joined by Brooke. <laughs> Brooke is uh, doing her some homework, and she doesn't feel quite well. So oh, quite well. Oh, I'm everywhere. So, Jeez. but today wow. we are, we are, you know, entering, what is this week? Six of our little social distancing. Oh. I'm on day 40. Jeez. Day 40. Wow. I, I lost count. I started on March 13th. Every day I ask Siri, Hey Siri, how many days since March 13th? And she responds. Ugh, scary. It was 40 days ago. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's quite a long time. <gasps> Fun fact, the word quarantine comes from the Italian word for 40, which during the plague, before ships can de-dock de- 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 or undock or deboard <laughs> on docks in Italy, uh, they had to wait 40 days to prevent the plague from spreading. Little did they know it wasn't the people spreading the plague. It was the fleas on the rats. So it didn't do any good. But that's where we get the word quarantine for them. So we've all officially been quarantining. Nice. Well, I'm quarantined three years old, so. Um, so t- okay, boomer. <laughs> so today we are uh, going to talk about one of our more recent interviews with Miss Tracy Hines. We're going to talk about what we're watching on Disney Plus, and then we're going to get into this nice little roundtable discussion about what has sparked our fandom through all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. So, but it might be a nice, easy, quick show. Man, I'm just... 
coming up with the cues. Huh? So, Are you happy writing these down for next time? Or no, no, I don't two need weeks to. Now? I'm quite prepared. So <laughs> I even watched How the movie with Tom Selleck, Quigley Down Under. Oh, <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> so, Anyways, anyway. so that interview. Yes. Well, let's let's get more to some intros. So tell me how you guys are doing today. David, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Just locked into my house and pretending I'm Bubble Boy. <laughs> this is awesome. That's a great awesome. movie. That, that is a good movie. Yeah. Gyllenhaal's come, come a long way. Oof. I, I hated that movie. Did you? Oh. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, we'll get past it then. We'll do it quickly. Uh, Amber, how you doing? I'm hanging in there. <laughs> That's about all you're going to get from me today. <laughs> that, was, that was less inspirational poster kitty hanging and more like, no, no, I'm fine. Just go. Just go. It's Move fine. along. Move along. It's fine. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Andy, how you doing? <laughs> well, well played. Somebody take that button from him. I know. <laughs> Quickly. So, oh, uh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh. Big Papa Disney, how you doing, Sean? I am actually really good today. Like you said in the in the opening, it's my son Brady's twenty first birthday. I just got yeah. back. I just got back from his house about like fifteen minutes ago before we started. We all kind of went over there and celebrated with him a little bit, so uh, away from each other, obviously. But it was still fun to be able to go hang out. It's kind of tough that he uh, turns he turned twenty one years old only once, and uh, me and my wife got him a t shirt that says "Celebrating my birthday, twenty twenty quarantine," and it's a couple of rolls of toilet paper on it and stuff. So it's Aww. kind of sad for him, but but it was fun to go over and. And we kind of saw the family we haven't seen for a while. So it was nice. I'm doing pretty good. Very cool. Well, that's awesome. You'll notice we didn't forget you in our, in our, how are you doing today? Cause you want, you want to know why? Cause, cause you're essential. Dang it. That's, that's why. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> what are you saying, man? What are you saying? saying I'm, not? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying um, that's all. What, what, what are you, what are you saying? I'm saying that somebody forgot about Big Papa Disney last time we recorded. I actually re-listened to that episode, and no, we I, I I didn't actually specifically ask him, but we got into it the first part, so we already covered him. So he just wanted double. He wanted double airtime, is what he wanted. <laughs> Man, so just saying. You know. Okay, all right. I'll go back and listen to it, and then we'll have a third opinion. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about the the shows that we've got going on. We recorded another episode of the Marvel Tribe. That just night. dropped about an hour ago. Marvel yeah. Marvel Tribe. Yeah. So, and then uh, the Insiders will be back sometime next week, I'm guessing? Uh, it's it's really hard right now with the Insiders, um, you know, just trying to get information that just, the insiders right now it's just all bad news so we're trying to retool things i'm uh, maybe looking at movies and kind of analyzing them because well, we were basically like an entertainment entertainment tonight like reporting show for disney stuff but it's just all bad news right now it's just depressing so we're like i get it we both were both skyler and i work in the industry so we just get really sad when we start recording like oh my gosh like we want to cry like there's no good news that could be cathartic we're gonna end up working at we're gonna end up working at fast food because we went to school for entertainment and now we can't do it (laughs) like it's nothing wrong with working at fast food i did mcdonald's for three years in high school nothing wrong with that but it's just like oh so number two no pickles biggie size with a dr pepper light ice please (laughs) (laughs) so thank you um, also, we have the Knights of the Rogue Republic, which just recorded an episode tonight and should be dropping 
Friday. Friday? It's Friday, Friday. Okay. Gotta get Horse down. I'm gonna hear some. Gonna hear some Jedi on Friday. We talked to droids yeah. this episode for an hour. We an all droid episode. An all droid. Well, you know, we talk about news and stuff as well, but it for was sure. an all droid episode. Yep. Is there going to be an all Metaclorian episode? Oh Lord. <laughs> I suppose there could I'll, be. You want to be a guest? I want to. <laughs> no, I, I refuse to be a Metachlorian apologist, but if you can find someone who's just like, yeah, Metachlorians is what the whole thing's about and just debate them, that'd be amazing to hear. Because I actually want to hear some good arguments for Metachlorians. Mm. I haven't found any. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. Fair but enough. On, on all the shows, I'm going to go ahead and just put that out in the world. We're going to start beta testing with a show we haven't talked about yet here. That's Extra Magic Hour. Extra Magic, Magic Hour. Hour. So what we're realizing, what we're realizing right now is, see, all the shows right now are on are one are on one feed. That's the decast feed. That's caused some confusion because you have the the decast logo, but then we have a completely Star Wars podcast on there, and then a completely Marvel podcast on there. So we're going to start slowly spinning off these shows, all still a part of the decast. Um, all still, you can go to our Instagram, Twitter, um, website, all still a part of it, but like. If you just want to listen to Knights of the Rogue Republic, because, yeah, you love Knights of the Rogue Republic, but you're not really into comic books, you're not really into Marvel, and that's okay, even though the Marvel tribe is awesome. Um, so you don't want that stuff in your feed because it clogs up your feed. I get it. So you'll have the opportunity to just subscribe just to Knights of the Rogue Republic. But we're going to be starting doing this with the Extra Magic Hour, which is our Disneyland, Disney Park show. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to be testing it on its own feed because what's happening right now is Spotify is taking podcasts and they're turning it into like, a YouTube algorithm type thing, which is good if you're on top of it. And so we want to make sure we're on top of that. Spotify just made the change yesterday. They're not like suggesting podcasts and doing curated playlists and all this stuff for podcasts. And I even actually on, on our podcast, I changed the name to make sure Disney was in the name because now all of a sudden our, our, when you search us, we come up higher on the podcast for Disney because I put Disney in the name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, look for that pretty soon. Next next week, the Extra Magic Hour will be on its own feed. It'll still be on this feed, but we're going to see how that works. We'd encourage you to listen to it if you love the Extra Magic Hour on that feed. And then we'll slowly start putting them all, if it works out, slowly start putting them all on their own feed. And there'll be five different shows on five different feeds. And that, that'll hopefully just help with not only you know making it easier, maybe you don't want to listen to the insiders, but also... Um, getting sponsors who are more aligned with each of the shows. You know, somebody's wanting to sell Star Wars, something specific. They're not going to advertise on the Disney Parks thing necessarily. So um, just trying to trying to open it up to more people and make, letting more people discover us this way. Uh, but we're still one one uh, podcast network. So I want to let you all know that is coming up. And uh, I know Sean's on board for it. So Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Yes. Let's do it. Can't wait. I'm on fire. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, wow. So we had an interview recently. I uh, wasn't involved with it, but Brooke was, and she's not here. So maybe Andy. Well, I, I did the interview. Yeah, go ahead. Andy, tell us about this uh, interview. Oh, my, fr- my, my friend, Tracy Hines, she is, oh, uh, gosh, a voice actress, cosplayer, uh, professional musician, YouTuber, social media influencer. Uh, that, that is what she does. Some of the highest value productions you'll see on YouTube videos ever. She does these amazing covers of, of um, 
of Disney songs, really involved in the community in Orange County and Los Angeles. Such an amazing person and has been just kind of on top of the YouTube space as far as far as cosplayer and and just Disney stuff, too, for a very long time. Um, She kind of got popular doing the whole hipster mermaid thing. And then from there, it just kind of took off. She has her own clothing line. She's a designer. Uh, I encourage you to check out her interview because anyone who's interested in the creative spaces, social media, influencer, entertainment industry, so many, so much encouragement she she gave both me and Brooke and to our listeners. So go ahead, check that out. Uh, Tracy Hines is, is amazing. We've been friends for a while. Um, and yeah, and like some of her cosplay, she does all kinds of cosplay. She did an Ariel Boba Fett Mandalorian cosplay once. was so awesome. I encourage you guys to... It's, it's just what, she, what she's capable of is so cool. And she did that Mandalorian cosplay with like five other princesses she cosplays yeah. with. So there was like a Belle one. And oh, it's so, epic. So, Google it. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's amazing. The, I think it was five or six of them. Yep. yep. It was at D23 yep. last year. Yeah, last D23. So encourage you to check it out. And yeah, uh, just super. If you, if you want something to encourage you right now, Tracy's the person to do it. So, yeah. Awesome. It, it was a good interview, too. There was there was a really good energy between everybody. So I do apologize for my voice. My Internet was being super wonky and my allergies were killing me. So I sounded awful during the entire thing. So <laughs> that was a really good interview, though, I will say. I really enjoyed it. So what are we watching on Disney Plus? Amber, what are you watching on Disney Plus? Well, all Star Wars all the time. But when I'm not watching Star Wars things, one thing that I started watching, uh, I like cooking shows. I like to cook. So there's a new Disney Plus cooking show called Be Our Chef. And they're families that do like a cooking challenge and they battle each other. And each episode is two It's like a round robin kind of tournament style where they'll challenge each other, earn points. Um, There'll be different guest chefs from different Disney parks or restaurants, I'm assuming. Again, I don't know a whole lot about Disney park food, but um, they have different chefs from Disney products, parks, restaurants come and be the judge. Um, And it's typically... Uh, two kids at least um, and parents and they get like a theme and they have to cook something around that theme. So I've been watching that. That's been a very cute show when you don't want to really watch something serious. And then um, of course, Clone Wars season seven just had one of the most amazing episodes ever. Um, Episode nine, old friends, not forgotten Ahsoka and Anakin's reunion. Just amazing. So there's that. We got three more episodes of the final season of Clone Wars coming, and they're all just going to be mind blowing. Mind blowing. The title of the next one is The Phantom Apprentice. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I need to catch up so I can get through this. Dude. Oh, this, this episode was so great. They took Anakin, like that in between spot. So he's more. What, what you see in Revenge of the Sith, like his mannerisms, right. they did such an amazing job, like like moving the animation more towards like Hayden Christensen's style of Anakin, um, his cockiness, like some of his lines, like they very are much bringing it into to that Revenge of the Sith period. So it's, it's really cool. awesome. Awesome. Andy, what you watching on Disney Plus? 
isn't that the eternal question? Um, yeah, that's why I asked it. That's <laughs> it is. All right, now we're kind of just going back to some of the classic movies and not so classic movies. Uh, watch Gus. That was, that movie is not, was, was, was I, I remember it being a lot better. <laughs> oh, Isn't that Sean's the one gonna, with the dog? take you to town. Gus is the one with the, the, the field goal kicking donkey. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, that was from, yeah. With the dude from, uh, from the Andy Griffith show in there. Yeah. Uh, Gomer Pyle, not Gomer Pyle. Um, whoever the deputy is. So yeah. Don Don Knox. Knox. Don, yeah. Don Knox is in that one. So not to, not to knock on Don Knox, but you know, Knox. No. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Um, <laughs> well, um, you sure you haven't been watching the Lion? I mean, the Tiger Show because that was very, very, very good. No, no, like like I told you before the show, I have a I have a Southern background and kind of so that kind of stuff just comes on out, you know. I mean, so um, anyways, watched Hercules today. Ooh, watched Pinocchio. Uh, watch Snow White again. I mean, just kind of going back to all the classics. Um, also rewatching the Imagineering uh, story again with my kids as my kids are doing Imagineering in a Box for science and STEM right now, which oh, is nice. not doing Imagineering in a Box. It is now free, and so is Pixar in a Box through Khan Academy. It, it's great for adults and for kids. So many just great programs in it and uh, just hands-on stuff you can do. And we kind of just do it as a family. It's been really cool. It's been the one bright spot of homeschooling my kids because, yeah, um, <laughs> trying to trying to get my children to pay attention to their teacher on a Zoom call with 30 other kids. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, just kind of the classic stuff, you know, got to watch the, the classics are all there. It. It's a little it's a little depressing when, you know, you have right next to where I sit to watch TV, this huge shelf of Disney Blu-rays and DVDs that I don't need anymore. <laughs> but, you know, what do you do? You move on. <laughs> 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 Sean, what you watching on Disney Plus, man? I am on episode four of the Imagineering story for the third time. Um, just started. Wow. I, I actually watched Gus last week, so it is a great movie. I disagree with Andy on there. It's a, it's. I mean, it's not really great. It's, it's funny though to watch. Um, watch. Fight I, me, Boomer. Fight me. Well, I'm not going to fight you. I mean, it's. I kind of agree with you. It's not really good, but it's. But I enjoyed watching it. Um, you should fight him. Well, we can fight. I mean, that's fine. But um, what? Uh, nice. <laughs> we watched um iron man 2 today which isn't really good but you know it was it was okay i'm working still so i haven't watched a lot of the stuff so but that's what i'm doing how dare you say iron man 2 isn't good well i mean it's okay it's only the fifth worst marvel movie come on <laughs> I mean, it's still pretty darn good uh, David, what you watching on Disney Plus? Anything? <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, so, um, as some some of you guys may have heard, um, actually, I'll give you a hint. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhythm. Yes. Get on Get up. up it's, on it. it's Bob Sletcher. So, as, as tribute, uh, as you guys may have heard, uh, Sam Clayton Jr. He was on the 1988 uh, Winter Olympics uh, Bob Sub team for Jamaica. He passed away from the coronavirus uh, th- this week. Um, and so, as tribute, I you know I, I put on Cool Runnings. You know Disney. You know that amazing, funny Disney film in 1993 that they came out with. And I, it's yeah, it it, it was amazing. 
amazing. I, I, I loved it every second of it and stuff. And one of that. the best Disney sports movie probably oh, ever. Yes, oh, absolutely. It was. Really good. It, it was People right? say, you know, they can't believe Jamaica. We have a Boston team. Dead man. Yeah, oh, man. We're so out of sync. <laughs> but yeah, right. it, it, it was great. And in fact, they, uh, so, uh, uh, so Sam Clayton Jr.'s character, because they, they didn't use any of the real names, but uh, because Sam was the tallest of his four, they're saying Yul, the the guy Malik Yoba who played Yul Brenner on the wow. on the, on the the big tall dude was kind of the inspiration for Sam Clayton Jr.'s character. I was wondering who who the who that was. That's good to know who the yeah yeah the, the big the big burly strong dude and stuff. The you know the strong silent type. Yeah. But yeah, I, I loved it. You know, you, you can you can hear Sanka's voice and just, <laughs> yeah. I, I I wish he went on to do more Disney stuff. Like yeah. I, I I thought I thought he he would have been a great voice actor for a lot of a lot of things. So agreed. Uh, I've been watching the Spider Man cartoon from the nineties. <clears throat> so. It's good. It's they've changed a, a lot of things that uh, I didn't even realize. Uh, one of the the more pressing ones was that uh, Morbius uh, is not a vampire in the traditional sense. He doesn't use his fangs and bite and draw blood. He has like these suction cups on his hands that he draws the essence from really strange. But um, <laughs> other than that, I mean, I think it was probably because it was a cartoon and they didn't want to show anyone getting Bleeding. bitten in their blood yeah blood being drawn yeah. which makes sense so uh, it's good it, it's it's still really good so yeah right on that's what i'm watching <laughs> so um now we have a little roundtable discussion that we'll talk a little bit about our fandom give our decasters a <laughs> oh my is that is that a jabba's little uh, uh a chip is that yeah was that <laughs> No, that's that little rat tail thing from Star Wars. Yeah, what is that guy's name? The they're, they're quacky monkey lizard? Yeah. The quacky monkey lizard. So everything, <laughs> the obvious, obvious statement is everything comes from somewhere. Oh. So our fandom started at some point down the line where oh, yeah. we, we saw something or read something, or if we had an older sibling, they kind of leaked down to us from them watching it with them. <clears throat> so I guess the general question was asked for the decaf. But before we get to that. Oh, oh my gosh. You know what? We, 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 can, we gotta, we gotta pay the bills, man. Dude, you know, that wasn't very money of me. So speaking of money, Oh, money. Here's a word from our sponsor. something you don't see every day. No, I mean a french fry and then my microphone. <laughs> Hello? Are we back? Are we back? I was I, I have to admit I was mesmerized by our sponsors. I, uh, you guys got to get you some of whatever the, the sponsor is is saying. Make sure you get a couple for your aunt and your uncle. And stuff. Who is uh, who is our sponsor, David? Get you some of that. Definitely get you some. Isn't it Spotify? Yeah. Spotify, right? It is Spotify right now. It could change, but we've been with Spotify for a while. They've been, they've been good to us. They've been good to us. Yeah, we like Spotify. Absolutely. 
So back to what I said before I forgot to pay the bills. Pay my telephone bills. Pay my automobile. Sorry. Anyway, little Destiny's Child remake for you. Um, so what sparked your fandom? Okay. What caused all of this to take over your life like it has with all of us Disney nerds or Star Wars nerds or whatever nerds, Pixar nerds, Marvel so, nerds? I'll jump in and go. And go first. Like so, for me, my my fandom started with two names. Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno, like the the Incredible Hulk TV series, is what like I'm the reason why I'm the blurred Hulk is because I'm a huge Incredible Hulk fan and watching you know uh, Bill Bixby as David Banner, not Bruce Banner, for the TV series. Just I I was in I was in love. I had to find out more about the Hulk and discovered Marvel comics, and it was it was over from there. That that was it. So. So I did try a little bit of the DC world. I just for me there for me as even as a kid, it was more relatable, like because, uh, you know, some of the characters in Marvel, they're kind of not broken. But, you know, they had they had more tragic past than than some of the DC characters. And they I always compared everyone to like Superman, that kind of that perfect alien, you know, couldn't do anything wrong, chiseled you know, Mr. Nerdy walk, walk a straight line kind of person where you have, you know, you have your Spider-Mans and Iron-Mans and, and Fantastic Four. Everyone had kind of something going on in, in their past or in their childhood or something. And so I, I just kind of gravitated towards Marvel comics and stuff and just love the stories. So yeah, yeah, Incredible Hulk TV series. Mm. That's, man, that's, 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 that's as good as any man. I get you started on it. It's it's hard to uh, to deny about the cultural impact that the Incredible Hulk show had oh, yeah. during its its uh, limited run. Because not, not only that, but if you watch it back still, Ferrigno is frightening as the oh, Hulk. Yeah, like he's absolutely terrifying. It's the scariest Hulk, and the fact that it's a real person. You know, this isn't CGI. This right. is Lou Holt. I know that was more Arnold, but Lou Ferrigno sounds a lot like Arnold anyway. So <laughs> true. Um, Which fun yeah. fact? They hated each other. Arnold. Sure they they, yeah, he. They competed against each other. Arnold won, obviously, but he. He. Yeah, they. They despised each other. Well, well not, not, not to say. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger had a beef with everybody in the eighties. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. Like, he really did. Him, him and Stallone, Stallone like, hated each other. Yeah, yeah. Him and John Claude Van Damme hated each other. Hated each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. So, um, how about you, Sean? I know you're going to have a story that's going to have yourself in tears, right? Well, I mean, I can. You want to hear the story of of Big Papa Disney? I can tell you. It started back in 1975. Ooh. Yes. That's- a long time ago, a young two-year-old like Sean. <laughs> the first time Sean met Mickey Mouse, he punched him in the nose at, at, at Disneyland. So that's what, what that's the first time I was ever at Disneyland. And then my next memories of going to Disneyland was when I was in junior high school. I was in band. We would go there for competitions and performances at Disneyland. And then once I when I got into high school, I met my wife and um, we would go to Disneyland basically every single weekend that we could, because back then it was like $20 to get in. We would go on uh, Friday nights and stay till they closed at midnight. We leave Simi Valley at three o'clock, get there at, you know, four, four thirty ish. And then uh, stay there till they closed cost us 20 bucks. Um, From that point on, it's just, 
it's like, like I've said this before, Disney's always been a constant in my life because of me and my wife. And then when, um, after I had my two daughters and we took them to Disneyland, um, just the idea of taking them there. And when, you know, Donald Duck stole my kid, my, my one daughter in the stroller and took off with her down main street and, you know, Pluto's chasing after her. just those kind of memories that stick with you forever. And then while I was there, when my kid, my little, my, when my daughters were young, just, Looking around, can we, can we back real, real quick? He didn't actually kidnap her, right? Like, no, he. he uh, oh, okay. No, actually, <laughs> actually took off. I mean, like you know, kind of jokingly that we were taking a picture. We actually have a picture. I got to find it of him pushing my daughter's stroller away, and we're like, wait a second, what's going on? So it was funny. So. <laughs> that's I'm just listening. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I, it sounds like something that would be okay in the '80s, but not okay now. I absolutely, yeah. Now, now you definitely someone would be jumping his butt and trying to, you know, trying to tackle him. But, but it was, uh, it was funny. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're it's fine. And then when I was there with my kids and watching and just watching them, I was in my twenties when my daughters were young and stuff. And I was just watching them and I'm thinking, where'd this place come from and how did it come about? And then that's when I started diving into who Walt Disney was and just the history of Walt Disney. And then you all know now I'm completely fascinated with him. And then it's just completely built. I went with my wife there on our honeymoon to Disneyland. Um, when we moved up here in 2004, I've taken them almost there. When I took my sons, we started going in about 2012. We've been going every year since and uh, just taking them. It's just the biggest part of our life. And it's, I mean, you've, you've all been in my house. You've seen my Disney walls and my bathroom and my, my, in my living room. It's just everything. If, if something every day we if we don't talk about Disney in this house for some reason, it just doesn't happen. So it's, it's not really a fandom. It's just more of an admiration for Walt Disney. And now how much I admire him. That's why I've watched Imagineering story three times. I've actually watched the first episode like four or five times, just because that's the one that, that he was in just to hear his words and his thoughts on stuff just absolutely blows my mind and makes me how could one guy think of all this stuff and then and you look at it now and you're just like oh my god this one person had this huge vision of all this i could talk about this for an hour so i'll stop and let someone else <laughs> talk but, but yeah that's really that's really what you guys know i'm a huge walt disney fan and pretty much obsessed with him i mean yeah i'll stop your your passion is uh, yes oh 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 thank you oh wow yeah yes. oh, well thank you <laughs> It, it, it's it's a joy to watch you talk about your love for Disney because your uh, your eyes tend to light up a lot and you get you get super super excited and uh, it must be you talk about me tearing up. I was actually just doing that, telling those stories. So I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, Mike, like I've told you, my kids when we go there, it's I stop and I look at the little things and I tell my kids they're like, yeah, dad, that's not that's not we don't care that there's two different walls that have you know this kind of brick and this kind of brick on it. They don't really care. Every time we go there, I'll stop. I will stop and stare up at the plaque as you first walk in and they'll make fun of me every time I do get teary eyed when I first see the castle. It's just a huge part of my life. I think about it every single day. There's not a thing. I don't think about something Disney or why am I not there? Why did I not go a month ago? Am I going to be going in July? I doubt it, but you know, but yeah, it's, we'll see. I don't know. I'll stop. Your, 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 your kids, <laughs> your, your family, if you will, they've, they've adopted in, into that philosophy that even if they don't to the extreme where you are yet, you know, right. I've seen the group pictures that you guys have and, <laughs> and you manage to get them all into shirts. And even when they're not in group photos, they're wearing Disney or Marvel themed stuff and, and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And it's just, and so the, the best part as you become an adult, all of us who, since we all have children is, is watching our kids kind of take what we love and, right. and they love it and you see the love grow. I absolutely agree. Dude. 
seeing it, seeing it through my seven-year-old grandson's eyes now is it's oh, yeah. the it's the craziest yeah, thing. On another level to of all of us with with the grandchild. I mean, now- just just last night. I mean, just as for an example, and I won't I won't continue. I'll stop after this. I promise. But last night, I follow so many pages on Facebook. Some guy took about 10, 15 pictures of Disneyland right now because it's empty from like an airplane, and me and Cashton were sitting on the couch, and I'm like what is this? And we're like looking at these aerial shots and he's telling me, Oh, that's, um, is that Honda mansion? Cause they look totally different from above, you know? And, and that, that, that he knows that at seven years old, that that's the where small world is. And that's the Matterhorn. And that's, and that's that, Oh, and there's the cars land, you know, it just blows my mind. So, yeah. That's, that's all. It's, I mean, that's awesome. And of course the Honda mansion will be closed. Right, David? <laughs> of course. So, always. Uh, of always. Course. Yep. But you yeah, know, you, you, you see stuff like that and, and Andy has, we're going to get to Andy next. And, you know, and, and then I see the pictures of, of, uh, of Amber and her daughter and, and, and they cosplay together and, and it's just amazing. The, the level of fandoms and, and, you know, just the, the rise of the geek has been amazing in the last 15 or so years with just the, the overall acceptance and replacement of where uh, science fiction geeks are and the totem pole of things, even through high school and, and middle school and, and how they've kind of come to the forefront where being smart and liking stuff about superheroes and science fiction and metachlorians, even though we don't like them uh, or Andy's got a real problem with them. Um, <laughs> But, uh, exactly. Right. Exactly. And so it, it's just been amazing. But, uh, Andy, tell us a little bit about what sparked your fandom. Well, it was a hot summer day in Phoenix, Arizona in 1980 uh, something. I was born. Um, my heart actually stopped for a while and then I was brought back to life. And then I saw a vision of Walt did. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, actually my heart did stop when I was born, but anyways, um, <clears throat> I, I, my heart did stop when I was born. I, I, I almost died at childbirth. Uh, but um, my, it was just kind of something that was ingrained in me. I remember as a child, VHS started really just getting popular. And this is when VHSs were expensive. We're talking 84, 85. And so we didn't have a VHS player. We didn't have VCR. We would rent one for the weekend. And mm. for some reason, we only rented one Disney movie, and that was Pinocchio. And I'd watch it over and over and over again until my parents finally broke down and bought it, <laughs> which even then, in the mid-80s, to buy a VHS was like 70 bucks. It wasn't cheap. And then eventually got a VCR. And then eventually, when Disney created the, the Disney Vaults, um, we started getting all these films and movies into the eighties and nineties, but we moved to Southern California from Arizona in 88, 89. And so just being a huge Disney film fan. And then soon, you know, we moved to Southern California. We got cable for the first time. So we had the Disney channel for the first time. So I'm growing up having all these VHSs, you know, everywhere of all the Disney films. I'm watching the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, and this is back in the day when the Disney Channel showed all the classic Disney cartoons. So you're Mickey Mouse, you're Goofy, you know, all, all the you know, Steamboat Willies, you know, the um, all the, the ones where they were catching the ghosts, all those all those old films um, were being shown on the Disney Channel constantly on top of, you know, the Mickey Mouse Club, which is being filmed in Orlando. And so they're also constantly seeing all this behind the scenes stuff, all these specials they're showing. Um, so, you know, I, I grew up idolizing Michael Eisner. I don't know why now, but no, Michael Eisner. Yeah. But anyways, and then we went to the parks and then being in Southern California, going, going to the parks all the time and living in Ventura, you know, it was only 
30 minutes from where uh, Sean grew up in Simi Valley. You know, we get up super early because it was only an hour and a half to Disneyland if you got no traffic. So we get up super early, get there as early as we possibly could and spend the entire day there. And then as you get older, you had friends, you go there as, as often as you could. And it's just something that was ingrained in me. Um, and it was always kind of weird because as it, 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 I hate I hate this, but being a guy and being, you know, once you start getting fourth, fifth, sixth grade and being into Disney films back then in the early 90s and mid 90s wasn't OK. It was seen as girly, be called horrible things. It's because you were into you wanted to go see Beauty and the Beast or Little Mermaid as a kid. And, um, but I still loved them. And from that came my love of Star Wars. I joined the Lucasfilm fan club and those things like Star Wars and Disney really kind of got me through some very difficult times in my life and my family. And it was kind of one of those things I just clung on to, even as, you know, I get into high school and I'm super excited that the prequels are coming out, but I'm still trying to keep an image at school. I don't tell anybody I'm seeing the prequels. You know, I'm going by myself to the movie theater's opening night to go see them uh, because, you know, the fan, the whole fandom thing wasn't really as kind of trendy and popular as it is now it isn't socially as accepted as it is is now if you were really into star wars there was those kids you know growing up in the 90s now who were like really into star wars and they're also into like magic the gathering cards and that kind of wasn't cool D um D, all that stuff it just wasn't cool in southern california and then i ended up moving to las vegas um this wasn't you didn't you didn't want to be seen with those people if you wanted you know to not have your lunch thrown in your face um so I was always kind of a closet, you know, nerd. Uh, but then really once I kind of, um, I grew up a little bit and got married and my, my spouse and I started going to Disneyland. Um, that's kind of when I just, I really full on embraced it. And I discovered this amazing online community of, of Disney lovers and Disney nerds who were not ashamed of it. And, you know, so many, we've had, my, my spouse and I have had so many just, amazing memories come from Disneyland and also a lot of heartache too. Um, I have a lot of memories growing up with my family in Disneyland, which is now, you know, my, my family's torn apart because of drugs and alcohol and stuff. But I, I remember, you know, Oh, that's where my, my mom and I did this for the first time. My dad and I did this for the first time. Some of the few good childhood family memories I have were at Disneyland. Um, but then, you know, my spouse and I, we, we bring our kids there now, but you know, my wife, and I found out that we were able to adopt our first child while sitting at Disneyland with that child. We were only doing foster care with her and we brought her to Disneyland. And then we got a call from the state of California. Hey, we want you to adopt her. But we also found out about miscarriages while we were at Disneyland, too. So it's just been this this place where we've just kind of lived our lives. And it's just kind of been a part of who we are, both, you know, you know glories and sorrows. So it's just uh, it's, it's it's who we are. And ultimately it's inspired me when I decided to go ahead and change careers and, and leave my old career behind. Um, it was Disney that inspired me to begin to start up this podcast, begin to look at film and through media and it, influencer stuff. And it, it was Walt Disney himself really. And all the other people online who were just doing these things because they love Disney and they were inspired by Disney and they're inspired by Walt and everything he did and stood for. So I can go on forever about it, but Disney has just, it's, Disney's been my muse. Um, it sparks me creatively, even for projects that, you know, Disney would never pick up. I just always have that, that in my back of my mind, I have that philosophy of excellence and doing everything as well as possible, just like Walt Disney did. So yeah, that's my story and I'm uh, sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Film kind of gypped on the applause here. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to you. We'll get you on. <laughs> 
David, say something. Say something funny. Some funny. Yay! <laughs> there it is. The kids love you, David. Uh, <laughs> All right, so, next. <laughs> so, Amber, Amber, tell me a little bit about your fandom. What sparked it? Why you stuck up? Half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Sir, something you don't see every day. That was mean. Yeah. So Star Wars. Um, Princess Leia probably was what um, drew me in. Because growing up, we only got to watch TV once in a while, right? It was special occasions. We were, like, forced to play outside all the time. You know, those horrible parents that used to do that to you. So TV was like a special thing, but literally every time Star Wars was on TV, we would watch it as a family. Um, That was like a special event. So that kind of set the tone, right, for this being like a very special thing. Um, And you didn't see women being sassy or, um, you know, Princess Leia had an interesting um, kind of presence to her that, uh, you know, as a young person was intriguing. So Star Wars has always kind of been just like one of those special little treats for me. Um, And I think I've talked about it a little bit before that I really didn't start getting into the fandom um, until fairly recently. But when the prequels came out, um, you know, I saw those in theaters. didn't get to see the original ones in theaters. I was too young. Um, but my kids were little when the prequels came out. So I got to buy them the cool toys and play with them with those cool toys, like the General Grievous with the multiple lightsabers. And, you know, we got to play lightsaber battles in the living room. And and those kind of pieces got to be a part of their childhood, too. A special thing, like uh, when I had those special things as a child. Then... Um, they announced that the force awakens and this new saga was coming out. And I was in a point in my life where I was kind of uh, pulling away from being so involved with my kids because they were getting older. They were graduating high school. They didn't need soccer mom or football mom or basketball mom all up in their business all the time. So I had a lot of free time and I was like, well, what am I actually into? What do I want to explore for myself? And star Wars ended up being that thing for me. Um, so I dressed up for the movie premiere and waited in line with a bunch of other weirdos dressed up for a movie premiere. And it was one of the best memories ever. I had so much fun talking to people in line, um, then joining fan groups online, like to build my cosplays, to get better at that kind of stuff. And it just kind of sucked me in and has become more and more of an obsession. Um, but I, yeah. Absolutely love it. Couldn't imagine my life not having Star Wars around it now. It's such a it's such a part of it. And now that my daughter is out of school and feels more liberated to be herself, um, can cosplay with her mom and not feel awkward about it and actually enjoy oh, it. Good. And we go and have fun and we go to oh, Comic-Cons and we get matching Star Wars tattoos together. And it is it's super awesome. So... That's yeah, great. They don't they don't think this, but they're pretty movie level detailed on their cosplay. Oh, their their costumes are amazing. Amazing. Oh, yes. Amazing. So are you a member of the five oh the five oh one first the five oh first or 
Um, I'm sorry, I always, I always mess, I'm not a 501st yet because those are uh, kind of the empire builds. I don't have one yet. Um, Rebel Legions, I'm in application process for two with the Rebel Legion. And then the Mandalorian nice. Mercs is my next one. So I'll be in hopefully a Merc by the end of the year. And uh, then my next one, I do need to figure out a 501st for sure. But in this area, it's a small enough group. We all just troop together anyways. So Oregon is not, um, you know, we don't have a huge membership. So Star Wars, Oregon, we all kind of live under that umbrella and we all do it together. So nice. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. Well, what about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, uh, my fandom started, uh, really, really early. Uh, those of you that, no, I've, I've talked a little bit about my, my childhood can basically be broken into uh, two parts. I've been blessed to have two separate women uh, take me on, if you will, my, my birth mother and then the woman who literally brought me into this world because uh, she was an obstetrician gynecologist, my godmother who raised me from the age of 16 on uh, when life kind of spiraled out of control. My, my, my birth mother had many vices uh, that she, she's still alive and, and we, we keep in contact, but she had many vices that, that drew her attention. And I was three years old when I, when I started reading uh, heavily, I got my first comic book from a neighbor uh, who had an older, had a teenage son and he had collected, he had all these Jack Kirby uh, Fantastic Fours and and Spider Man and I was just hooked from the first time I could really as I was putting words together and trying to understand what it was that I was reading I was just there there were all these people living these uh, extraordinary lives but uh, underneath the costume they were human beings that that had bills and vices and and they were struggling to be students and you know they got the flu and they had to deal with heartbreak and 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 as i got older it it became a form of escapism and then along the way you know star wars entered into it as well because i mean you're six years old and there's blasters and and armor on the screen and and, you know lightsabers and you're like what is this magnificence Mm -hmm. and so um my my godmother i would i would alternate weekends and i would go spend time with her and she lived a much different life than the one I was living at home. And she would take me to Disney every year. We would, we would go to Florida. And so uh, when I got to Disney, it was just, I mean, it was magic. And she had a, a huge, she loved Walt Disney. She loved his philosophies and she loved his, his work ethic. And, and uh, she was a, a woman of compassion and, and um, very, very powerful woman. And she got me an actual stormtrooper helmet uh, from the set of empire and, uh, we lost it and in, in a natural disaster, unfortunately, but it was like, I just had, I had this Marvel thing and this Disney thing and this star Wars thing so much so that I even went to go work, you know, for, for Disney and take an internship there. And, and Marvel comics, I've, I've always just kind of, kind of leaned towards them in, in hard times because, you know, they, they were, they had a sense of responsibility and, and vigilance and, and to see that, uh, growing up. And then, um, 
I guess applying it to my life, just that heroes exist and in, in, in all of us. And I know it's kind of cheesy or whatever, but but for for a young kid, it was like it was everything. Those those words written on pages, they just kind of came to life in my mind. And 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 they just said that, you know, breathe. It's going to be OK. There's another issue. There's another day. And then, you know, with Disney, there is always a light on the other side. I, I've had, um, you know, they tell you to do bucket lists. And uh, I've had I had a very near death experience at 14. And so I did a bucket list because I wasn't sure how much longer I would last in the world. And I fulfilled it. And then I did a second one and I did everything on that. And then I did a third one. And the third one is the one that I'm currently working on. And on it is to be a singing voice of a villain on a Disney cartoon. And it's something that I've always, I don't know why a villain, but they just, villains get cool songs, man. And I just wanted something permanent like that. Like just like from now on, you know, Jeremy Irons is scar, no matter what, Oh yeah. like, like that's like, that's, you know, James Earl Jones is the voice of Darth Vader. Like mm-hmm. that's just, and it's yeah. just so, it's so iconic with, with everything. I've, and I've always wanted to just leave that kind of, I guess, lasting impression. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever do that, but it was something to, to, to grow on. And it's, it's sparked fandom throughout. And my kids have adapted and taking some of the things, you know, they like star Wars and, and they like some things about Disney. They like some things about Pixar and some things about Marvel. And, um, they've each taken a piece of me with them with, with that love. And I think that's the best thing about a podcast like this is that it kind of brings it all together and you get all these people who have such a love and appreciation for, for something that necessarily doesn't have to be for children, but it grows early on in children and, and uh, kind of blossoms into your adulthood and your teenage years. And you can just take so many different things from uh, Pixar and Disney and Marvel and star Wars. And, uh, and that's kind of what sparked my fandom. It was just a combination of all of them, except for Pixar, which I didn't, it was 95, I think, or 94 when, when that happened. So I was, I mean, I was 18 by that point, 17. So, but the young Chris, yeah, the Disney, Marvel and star Wars were, I mean, you wouldn't find me without a, a a shirt on that had something from one of those three things or whatever. So yeah, my fandom my fandom is strong, <laughs> and it's it's been in my life a long time. So long live the nerds, man! Right on. Yeah. All right. Applause. Yeah. Where, where's our sound effects? Where's our sound effects, man? Right, there we go. It's there come on. All right. Come there on. There it is. <laughs> I think he fell asleep. There you go. There but yeah, but uh, definitely uh, from our decasters, we'd love to know what sparked your fandom. So uh, feel yeah, free that would to, be fun to, to hear. Comment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm always I'm always curious as to to what path led you to this and to that. So yeah, yeah absolutely. A- a- Amy, also, anything? Uh, oh no, please, please, David, go. Oh no, I, I also want to hear from any of you guys who also like me been denied entry to the haunted mansion. (laughs) (laughs) There should be a Reddit page. Just some kind of tell your story. Tell your story. (laughs) Tell us your story, Ed. I got shafted. So you fall down the shaft. Oh whatever. Bad jokes. So Andy, where can uh where where can people reach you and us? We can be reached on the interwebs. Go to thedecast.com for all of our socials. Also, we have some pretty kick butt t shirts now. 
Go to decast.com, click on the shirt, buy a shirt, because we need new mics. We need at least two more new mics. (laughs) These mics cost $110 each. Sponsorships help, but t-shirts help more. (laughs) Buy a t-shirt, buy a hoodie. No one's going to be able to see it because you're at home, but maybe wear it as pajamas. Buy an oversized one. Post post a nice selfie in it post a selfie and tag us uh, we'll share it also we are, we are the official podcast of the disinsider.com if you want the latest of what's going on uh what's closed when it's going to be reopened what's being pushed back all that fun stuff go to Dis- the disinsider.com there you'll find the latest information for disney pixar marvel star wars muppets abc and every episode of decast gets posted on there as well you can also listen to oldie old decast episodes like our floyd norman episode a few weeks ago they did an excellent job with that did she just call me stuck up? Sorry, that was an accident. Looking? I mean, I know, I, I, know I, haven't ha- I haven't had a haircut in seven weeks, so I am a little scruffy looking. Uh, scruffy looking. You know, I, I, I tried to get myself a haircut. And, you know, oh, anyways. gosh. Did you videotape that? There's some oh, no. There. no. There's some good ones. I, I started getting the sideburns and I realized I'm not going to be able to do this by myself, so I just kind of stopped there. But yeah, so that's where you can listen to us. That's where you can find us. You can find me on the social media uh, realm on uh, Instagram at uh, Andy is a film geek. And uh, yeah, also join the Disney Insider group, please. And if you're on there already, say something. <laughs> also, we need <laughs> Apple podcast reviews. Leave one, leave five stars and then say something. Don't just leave five stars and walk away. Say something. And that's all I have to say. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Sean, where they, where can we reach you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Big Papa Disney, just like it sounds. That's it. Thank hey. you. Thank you. Oh, long applause, David. Where can we find you? <laughs> uh, you can you can find me on the dark web. I, I mean, you can find me on. <laughs> you can uh, blurred Hulk as always uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, under my real name if you know it. And oh, you just said David, so there it is. <laughs> um, and on TikTok, I'm. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of Davids there. Man, I'm TikToking it up. I'm, yeah, you are. It. Who said TikToks for young people? Man, I'm having nobody a is. <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> Amber, where can people reach you? Uh, they can find me on Facebook and Instagram as Amber Atin Cosplay. And so something we didn't talk about, you guys. What's up? Was this weekend was supposed to be Medford Comic Con. Oh, it sure was. Yeah. So I would love to see any local cosplayers who are planning to dress up and enter the contest. Post that on one of our decast feeds. We would love to see it and share it. Absolutely. That's awesome. And you can find me. I'm the big Bayou. That's Bayou B-A-Y-O-U-U. The second U is for you. So, um, and that's where you can find all of us. And we'll see you guys next week with a bunch of different episodes from all of our various uh, shows. And we want to thank you and keep hanging in there during this time of crisis. And we'll catch you back next week from all of us here at Wait For It. The Oh, seriously. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh.
we, that was okay. even worse than Brooke and Megan's <laughs> and uh, eyes that we did earlier today. Okay. So, Social distancing. <laughs> wait for it. Pause the decast. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, sure. Okay. No more clapping on one and four. That's right. right. So, so you can see us. You can catch us all next week on Wait For It. The, the D-Cast. D-Cast. Oh. The D-Cast. All right. One, one more again. One more again. We're, we're no, gonna get it. Come on. We're going to get it. If buzzer. we, if we don't buzzer. get it. Beep. Okay. <laughs> one more time. Blah, 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 blah. Wait for it. The, the D-Cast. <laughs> Are are you kidding me? I even are did you, a gaping breath so you can hear you, it. Howdy, oh. folks. Yeah, that's okay. Keep your hands and arms we inside the train and remain seated. Hang on to them hats yeah. and glasses. Because this here's a wildest <laughs> ride in the wilderness. Well, all right. We're yeah. we're, just never, we're never gonna get that cadence nope, now. We're not. Just, we, we we gotta have yeah. the eye contact. It's, it's gone. The magic requires us to all be in the same room. It, just, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. We got to expel the armist out. So, yeah. <sighs> there's something you don't.